A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. Here are your hosts, Dan Hansen and Betsy Thompson. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Betsy. Good morning, Dan. Welcome to episode number four of the quarantined Repco Light Home Improvement Show. Not quarantined because we are ill. Self-isolating, I guess I should say, because we are responsible. Exactly. We just don't want to be part of the problem. So we stay at home. (laughs) I am part of a number of problems already. I would like to not be part of this problem, at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know how that happens to you. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Yeah, I just find myself in it most of the time. I think that's it comes from having five kids. I think if you right. have five children, that just guarantees that you're in trouble most of the time for something. Or at least you're involved yeah. in the trouble, don't you think? Yes, because rarely are you part of the solution, I'm guessing. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I am the solution. Oh, you misunderstand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what I say to the kids, and that's where the problems start. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're navigating dating relationships in the oh. midst of quarantine. Oh, and let me yeah. tell you, I'm sure there are other parents out there who are banging their faces mm-hmm. against the wall, trying yep. to find the the common ground here. Mm-hmm. And I think we're doing okay, but wow. Every time I think I've established yeah. how the rules work, I have to reestablish them again and resubmit right. my arguments. That's <laughs> <laughs> exhausting. Yeah. And I think that's the plan. I think the plan is to just wear me down. Of course it is. That's what every kid does. Uh, I want I don't I don't want them to know this, but it's working. If, right, I don't know course. if it's that that's wearing me down or if it's just the absolute lack of interaction. But my brain yeah. is really dull. Duller uh-huh. than I would normally well, say Well, that it is. happens when you're not <laughs> continually, like, interacting with people. I mean, generally, you and I interact with people all day, every day. So this is quite weird because basically, except when I have to talk to you, I just sit here. And sometimes yeah. I talk to the dog, but she's <laughs> not a great conversationalist. <laughs> I know. I think we're... We're de-evolving in that conversationalist <laughs> manner, and eventually we'll it be communicating like with, with grunts and the banging of rocks together. Uh-huh. I, I see that in our future. <laughs> until that happens, we'll still do our best to convey at least as good of content as we possibly can. And speaking yes, of, of content, what do we got mm-hmm. for today? Today we've got a couple different things. We talked last week about that chat function. Actually, I think we've talked about it a couple weeks now, um, that chat function that we have on our website. And we've been getting some really great questions. And last week we didn't get to them like we thought we would. So Mm -hmm. we're going to do that for the last half of the show today so that we actually get to some of those questions because a number of them are questions we're continually seeing from different people. So They're great questions. And yeah, like you said, remember, we've got that chat function on the website. Right now, Betsy and I are monitoring that and answering your questions. So we've had a lot of great conversations that way. And we've probably dragged those conversations out longer than necessary because, again, sometimes, yes, (laughs) loneliness, it just brings Uh that about. We're also going to be talking about um, an idea that you had for a segment about what we can do right now to make our homes look as good as we possibly can. But before I let you run with that, I want to highlight Mm -hmm. that also at the end of the 
the show, big news, we're going to have a contest where we're going to give away three $100 gift certificates to Repcolite, and we're going to tell you how you can win those so that when you're ready to get out and get your paint, you'll at least have a, a leg up on some of the, the expense that it might cost. Right. So now, okay. that's coming up at so, the end. Tell us yes. your your stuff, Betsy, because I'm sure it's utterly brilliant. Well, give me just two seconds because... Everyone knows that, you know, a couple weeks ago, the dog decided to, you know, bark in her sleep while she's sitting here panting at me. So I have to let her out the door before I can continue oh my this segment. <laughs> so you take care of all your personal stuff on Repcolite time. Well, yes, because otherwise you're going to hear the dog panting at my elbow in the background. Well, I'm going to just make myself some breakfast then while you're doing that. Uh-huh. Might as well. Maybe um, maybe we can just play some music or something and entertain <laughs> the folks that way. Are you finally we'll done with your dog? Yes. All I had oh, to do was that, let her out on the porch. That was I a lot of blather on for her. Yeah, a lot of blather. Yeah, you on just my kept talking. <laughs> no real, no real point. <laughs> exactly. All right, that went faster than I thought. Go for your topic. Yeah. Um. So sitting here at home, I have been staring at. My relatively bare walls. I mean, there are a few walls that have some things on them, but for the most part, they're kind of bare. And Mm -hmm. it got me thinking that as everyone is sitting inside, potentially looking at their bare walls or perhaps walls that, you know, they're thinking, oh, man, I'd really like to change the decor up there. I came up with some ideas of things that you could be doing right now to remedy that problem, to, you know, put a little something on your walls or change it up a little bit. Um, the first sounds thing like a song. Is, put a little something on your walls. <laughs> like, like the Brady's should be singing that. We'll I'll work on it while you talk about things. I'm going to just sketch out okay. some lyrics. Okay, you go ahead and do that. Um, <laughs> the first thing is... Oh, good grief. I cannot think when you are humming in my ear. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that is probably pretty creepy. I forgot that, yeah, yeah you got headphones on. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Weird. <laughs> yep. Okay. I'll be um, silent as the grave starting right. now. now. <laughs> um, so the first thing is a gallery wall. And this is something, especially if you have kids, this is kind of a cool thing to do. It can be a mixture of art and photos or just art, just photos. Some people collect art, so it's a great way to present a lot of different pieces of art in one area. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people have kids stuff that comes home and what do we do with all this? We stick it all over the fridge. Why not stick it up on the wall as a piece of art? I mean, let's face it. Sometimes we think, oh, that's, you know, the art of a six-year-old or a four-year-old. But let's also think about there is some art that is very expensive out there that I look back and I go, <laughs> That looks huh, like it was made by a four-year-old. That looks like the art of a six-year-old. <laughs> so let's not discount our kids' art, you know, until we take a little step back and look at that. So it's a great way to, you know, jazz up your space, to do just a little something different And if you take the art all the way up to the ceiling or very close to the ceiling, it actually gives the illusion that the space is larger, that that wall is bigger. So don't just think you have to put it in the center section of the wall. Take it all the way up to the ceiling. Don't just stop halfway up. Okay, I'm going to pause the Betsy. What are you talking about? I mean, are we talking about framed art? Are we talking about... You know, um, I've got an abundance of cotton ball sheep 
that come it from Sunday be, schools. I can't can really put them on the wall. It can be any type of art you want. Well, you could frame it. You no, I'm not going put, to. No, I, I, well, well, see, I told the could. children, they don't even bring those into the house anymore. Cotton ball sheep, that goes right there. Oh, and but see, dad, my mom it's from drew, Sunday school, right there. But my mom drew the line at things that had noodles Macaroni. and ah. rice because <laughs> yeah. the mice always ended up chewing it off the paper oh. and oh. it was just a mess. Wow. So, yeah. okay. So it could be anything. <laughs> what about getting them when we can blank canvases and letting them go to town and then they're all uniform. Oh, that would work as well, wouldn't it? Right. And right, yes, exactly. kids, kid art can be really, really cool. I've gone to the um, mm-hmm. the little art shows that the elementary schools or whatnot will have. You know, when my kids did that, we would go and we'd look. And I was stunned at how cool and colorful some of that stuff was. And yeah, like you're saying, it actually looked like art you'd find in a gallery, some of it. Oh, yeah. So All absolutely. Right. I'm unpausing the Betsy. Art. Okay, that would be lovely. My next idea was to showcase... Fabric, you know, it could be something like an old tapestry that maybe has been passed down and you sit there and look and go, where do I put this? What do I do with it? Use it as a piece of art, a wall hanging, perhaps a quilt. I mean, I know that in our family, there are quilts that were made by great, great, great grandmothers. And maybe we don't want them on the beds, but they're great as a wall hanging. It's a nice way yeah. to kind of preserve them and get them they're, so that they're out of a trunk and can be yeah. shown off. Their little so, wrinkled fingers knitted those things or stitched them together. Right. They're dear to our hearts. We should hang them on the wall. I agree with that. I like right. that. And you can even hang it behind a headboard as kind of a focal point in a master bedroom or any other bedroom for that A lot matter. of color so, can come from that. A lot of visual interest. Yeah. And then you pick up the texture as well. That can be very mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, Plates. Hanging up some plates is another thing. I got recently a set of, it's just four plates from my grandma. I don't know. They're all the same pattern, different sizes. There are no others, so I have no idea what their original purpose Mm -hmm. was. But I sat there and thought, what am I going to do with these? Hang them on the wall. Make those a piece of art. Or my grandma also collects plates of, you know, places she's been or things she really likes. So hang them up. You don't have to set them out or put them in a cupboard. Get them out. Hang them on the wall. Dining room, kitchen. Those are great places for things like that. All right. I like Um, that. One last thing, and this is the end of things you could do right now with things you potentially already have in your house. The next thing. You mean you're going to carry this over? I am going to carry this over because I have some things that you can do that you might want to think about doing once you're able to get out of the house and go Mm -hmm. purchase some things. These are all things that you can do right now with things you might already have. Um, One last thing, ladies, if you happen to have purses or hats that are sitting around, I know I have a collection of purses and also a collection of kind of big floppy hats or bowler hats, things like that. Why not put them up on the wall kind of as their own little collage? And that way they're hanging up. They're not just sitting in a box somewhere or stashed in a closet. It's kind of like art. You can showcase. You can show people what you've got. And sometimes, you know, we like to show off those things. So make a wall of that stuff. So you said it's for ladies. But what if I used fanny packs and ascots? Could I put those on my wall? 
Well, I suppose you could do that. Yeah. Got quite a collection of those um, items. You know, that's what the dapper gentleman the about the fanny pack. Yeah. thing. Well, it's what the dapper gentleman from the 90s used to make oh, a great use of. And I was yes. a dapper gentleman of the 90s. Mm, OK, then. All right. So that's all you got I for this, this segment. We're going to go to the next segment and we're going to talk about home decor items and things or recommendations from Betsy that you can do later when we can actually get out and make purchases, correct? Exactly. All right, that's all coming up after a break. Stick around. Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore on News Radio Wood 1300 and 106.9 FM. And we're back, and Betsy, you're going to continue with your ideas about things we can do in our homes to maybe put a little color, a little bit of life and energy on our walls yeah. in our homes, because we're all staring at them. And I, last <laughs> segment, you talked about things we can do right now with stuff that we've got. Yeah. Yep. And now you're going to talk about some things that we might have to wait just a little bit till till the order is lifted and we can get out a little more. Yeah. But these are things, you know, you can kind of get started on right now, at least looking and contemplating. Um, something that I've come across, I've actually done it on one wall just inside my front door, sculptural sconces or hooks. Instead of just the plain old hooks where you hang coats, I actually have these Mm -hmm. really cool teardrop or raindrop looking um, hooks and I've put them cascading down my wall. So you can put coats on them, but when you take the coats off, it just looks like an art installation piece on the wall. So find something with a really cool sculptural look and use that on a wall instead of thinking you have to find art. I mean, these kind of do double duty. You get the art part, but you also get the functionality out of it. And these are things, you know, you can look for them online right now while you're sitting at home, but even better than that, you know, there are a lot of small businesses out there that are, you know, struggling a little bit right now. And it's a great time to go to those websites. I mean, a lot of these places will have websites, you know, lighting places will have websites of things that you can potentially buy from them. And it's a great time to go pick out some things that you like through their website and then buy a gift certificate from them. A lot of places will let you purchase them right now. And then you can use it once the stores open up to actually go and buy those things from them. So it's kind of a good way to support your local businesses right now. Well, that's what's going to help us in our area, you know, right right where we live. You're going to have the most impact. Giving the money to Amazon, yeah, that helps somebody, and there's good in that. But helping the people right where we're at is ideal right now because it is pretty scary out there right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, Another thing you can do, of course, we always talk about paint color and, you know, putting up an accent wall, painting a different color on one of your walls, perhaps wallpaper on just one wall that peel and stick stuff is great for that especially in a small bathroom a powder room you can just put an accent wall of the peel and stick wallpaper up there maybe even a mural um i think we talked about it maybe back in november ish we talked about Mm -hmm. murals and how at our event in november we had taken mural panels and actually put them on 
wood and made them so that they were individual panels that created right. the mural. We made, yeah, basically these little wood, they weren't frames, but they were panels on which yeah. we put the panels of the mural. And the great thing about that is it was something that we could put up. It looked great, mm-hmm. but we could also take it down. We didn't, we, you know, we could put the mural up and put it where we wanted it, but it wasn't permanent. It could be moved, put right. in another place, sent to somebody else's house right. after being wiped down. Yes. To make sure yes, that of there's course. no nasty germs on it. Yes. So, right? yes, right. exactly. So those are some things you can contemplate. One last thing is a giant chalkboard or a giant whiteboard. There are two ways to achieve that. Benjamin Moore has the chalkboard paint that can be made in any Benjamin Moore color. So if you don't want an actual blackboard on your wall, you can get any other color you would like. Um, and I think it's Brewster wall coverings. They have this series of things called wall pops. Again, they're kind of a peel and stick, but they have chalkboards and whiteboards and things like that. Even Joanna Gaines has gotten on board and some of our wallpaper books have chalkboard wallpaper that is made by Joanna Gaines. So if you're a big fan of hers, we've got something for you. Well, and one other thing to tack onto that is if you're not a big fan of chalk mess, chalk dust, because mm-hmm. that's what I always think about the minute I think of a whole wall of chalkboard paint. Right. I can only imagine the dust <laughs> that is going to ensue as the children create many wonderful works of art. Right. You you brought this to my attention, but there are chalk markers out there Yeah. where they're yep. super vivid, they're not expensive, Mm-mm. and there's no dust at all. Right. So... Definitely, you can still have the the fun of the chalkboard paint, the the practicality, because, I mean, really, you could do anything with it. It could be calendars. It could be notes. It could be places for them to work out school problems. Right. But you don't have any of the mess because you've got the chalk markers. Exactly. I just want to stress again that getting out, buying gift certificates from your local businesses, you know, doing the idea planning in your head right now getting those gift certificates to help support our local businesses and keep them going, and then just using them when we can all get out and do our regular shopping again. You know, we all got to help each other. So I cannot stress the importance of little things like that that will help your neighbors and the people in your community. Right, definitely. We've got some of those gift certificates on sale at RepcoLite.com. And another thing to think about is we've got that chat function. And if you do want to talk about some of these wallpaper ideas or maybe an accent color in a room and you're not sure how to pull that off or what to choose, head to RepcoLite.com and you can chat with Betsy. Right? Exactly. And you'll even give them answers, and they'll be good answers. Of course I will. (laughs) Right. Now, when we come back, we're going to be talking about some of the questions that we are getting on that chat site, and we'll also be telling you how you can win one of three $100 gift certificates that we'll be giving away later on in the show. That's all coming up next, so stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, Betsy, with this lockdown, this quarantine, this whole experience, I've learned a number of things about myself. I'm assuming you've learned things about you, right? Um, I've learned things about my dog. I don't know what I've learned well, yeah. about myself. Oh, so you need to be more more focused on you and the you know the personal growth that can happen because of this. Mm. Let me let me tell you some of the things I learned. I learned first off that I touch my face a lot. 
Oh man! Holy that. smokes! <laughs> yeah, ever since I read and heard all the "Don't touch your face," right? Uh, that was the big warning. Wherever yeah. you go, don't touch your face. I must touch my face seven thousand times a day now. Yeah, I've learned that I am. I've always thought of myself as well. I am an introvert. You know, I, I'm not a. I like people. But I do like my own yes. space, my own, you know, I like quiet and reading and all of those things. Yes, and you yet do. I've learned how yeah. much people matter uh-huh. because when when I can snag somebody and have a, an extended <laughs> conversation, it doesn't even matter what it's about. <laughs> as long as I can hear somebody else's voice and not uh-huh. my own voice in my head, I'm pretty cool with that. Are you getting sick of talking to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> well, that and and I've learned that the kids, even when they're not technically fighting, they're mm-hmm. nitpicking. Oh, you, yeah. you know, nitpicking. It's just mm-hmm. constant, constant. Right. So I'm learning things about them, too. And I'm letting them know <laughs> so that they can experience personal growth as well. Right, so Hanson children, less nitpicking is going to be better for your future. And Remember yeah, that. that is true. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, it's quite an experience. You know, we've never lived through anything like this. None of us. No. None of us alive have ever lived through anything like this before. Profound no, statements for from sure Dan. Not. Oh, right. I'll come up with something else profound. The other thing that I've learned, well, there, it's not like uh-huh. the last thing, but one of the other things that I've learned is that our listeners slash customers slash mm. the people in West Michigan have some really brilliant <laughs> questions when it comes to home improvement stuff and paint related stuff, you've been noticing they that do. too. Yeah. Yeah. And they have a lot of people have the same questions. I get the feeling of deja vu quite often when I'm answering these chats that we have. If, if you haven't heard, if you go to repcolite.com, we have a chat function where you can ask paint questions and things like that. And we'll get back with you and answer them and have a conversation. But a lot of people have the exact same question. And some days I just sit there and think, did I just answer this question mm-hmm. or is this a new person <laughs> asking this question? Yep. There's a handful it's a of weird sometimes. It is. There's a handful of questions that are just universal. And so we thought we'd go yeah. into some of them. Some of the ones we're going to talk about maybe aren't perfectly universal, but they're just great questions. They're either referencing a great project or just a great concept that are worth that that's worth digging into. Now the first one that I want to get mm-hmm is a question that actually came through on email. So you can get a hold of Betsy and I right now. We'll eventually hand this stuff off as this craziness starts to settle. But right now we're handling the chat function and all the info at repcolite.com and radio at repcolite.com emails. Yeah. So you can talk with us that way and ask your questions. This one came in through the info at repcolite and it was about kitchen cabinets and painting cabinets, the perennial project. Everybody is thinking about doing that right now. And this particular Uh gentleman writes that he had just watched the videos online. We just posted some Benjamin Moore how-tos on our homepage. Those are worth checking out. And he had just watched those and was asking about his oak cabinets. He's concerned about the grain. You know, with oak cabinets, Mm -hmm. there's that heavy graining. You know, it's very porous, very deep sometimes. And he's concerned that when he puts paint over top of it, he's still going to see all that graining. And he doesn't want to do that. Mm -hmm. So he wondered... A, is there something he should do to hide that? Or B, is the paint going to mask it? So what do you think, Betsy? I mean, we know we've discussed the fact that you can fill the grain on those oak Mm -hmm. cabinet doors. But is it worth it? Is it really worth the work? Well, after you and I did it, I have to say 
I don't believe it's worth the work. It is a lot of work to spackle all of that grain in, wait for it to dry, and then sand it. The sanding is the killer because normally when you go about painting your cabinets, we just tell you you have to do a little light scuff sanding, especially if you're using the sticks bonding primer that mm -hmm. we recommend. It doesn't take a whole lot of sanding. No, you don't think have about to sand really well. Think about scuff sanding, light scuff sanding as a as a jaunt through the park. You're skipping. The yes. flowers are around you. The birds are singing. Right. Everybody is six feet or more away from you. It's perfect, <laughs> right. right? That's a light yes. scuff sanding. Mm -hmm. And then there's yeah. the and other kind, which is like slogging through wet cement, right? Yeah. If you have to sand spackle on cabinet doors, it is a lot of effort because you have to make sure that everything is perfectly smooth or you will see it under that paint job. So if you don't get the contours of the door, you know, a lot of doors have all those contours mm -hmm. to them. If you don't get that perfect, you will see it under that paint. And mm -hmm. so the sanding is a whole lot more effort. <laughs> right. We had that with that sample that we did. I We thought we had it yeah. good. And then when we painted it, we saw a couple areas where we didn't sand that spackling down as well. And it jumps out mm -hmm. at you way more than the yeah. grain does. And right. so let's transition to that. In most situations, when you go with a primer coat, as Betsy mentioned, mm -hmm. we generally recommend the Styx primer. Uh, and right. then you put two coats of finish, and in most cases, we'd recommend Benjamin Moore's Advance. If you do mm -hmm. those three different coats, the one coat of primer, two coats of finish, you're going to hide most of that graining. You're going to start to fill it in. It's not going to be perfectly smooth. You're still going to have that visible right. texture if you catch some angles, mm -hmm. usually. Right. But looking at it straight on, and by all means, standing in the kitchen and just looking at the cabinets... I would bet you're rarely going to see that texture. Yeah, most people, the problem they have with the cabinets is usually the color. It's not so much the grain because once you take away the grain differentiation color, mm -hmm. you don't notice the actual texture of the grain nearly as much. So when it's a solid color, I haven't had anyone come back and say, I painted my cabinets and I hate them because I can still see the grain texture nope. because nope. you don't notice it unless you're looking. No. And in fact, the change is so dramatic and really we can't underscore that enough to go from the the darker wood, even if it's a mid-tone mm -hmm. mid wood tone, a mid-tone yeah. wood tone that sounds like I'm going to bust <laughs> into some sort of rap it does or something, a little right? Bit. Uh -huh. <laughs> but even yes. if it was a mid-tone, when you go to a lighter color, you'll be amazed at how the kitchen looks completely different. You're not yeah, going to be focused on any of the textures and stuff like that. You're going to, in most situations, right. be fine. So there's yeah. the one answer. If you're considering that project and you're really worried about seeing that grain and, and thinking you're going to hate it, chances are you're not. Go for it. You're going to no. be happy with that. Yeah, so, for sure. Another question that we got involved a basement. And I love this one mm -hmm. because they were thinking about getting their house out on the market in the springtime. I like right. that because, okay, that's positive. We're still looking ahead and we're not throwing in the towel here. We're not giving up. Mm -hmm. And we're just looking at the future. Let's get ready right now. Since everything is right. in pause, we can at least get ready. Yep. So they're thinking about selling their house and they want to clean up that old Michigan basement. So they've got block walls, mm -hmm. you know, just a concrete floor. 
my old house had that. It feels dark. It feels dirty. It doesn't feel like right. a nice place. It feels, well, mine, when I moved in, it felt like it might have been the set for some little creepy horror movie type thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it happens to a lot of people. <laughs> but getting that cleaned up, I did that. And lo and behold, we turned it into a playroom that the kids used all the time. So right. cleaning it up is a great project. And if you decide you want to do that, we would recommend, again, with any of these questions, that you give us a call. All of the stores are answering mm-hmm. phone calls. They're able to take orders for you know important repairs that need to be done in your home. But you can talk through the projects, right. talk them through with us specifically on the chat site, because everybody's project is slightly different. We'd want to make sure yeah. we give the right info. But generally speaking, if you're looking at your basement and thinking, I'd like to paint that, one of the first questions to address is, do you have a moisture problem down there? That is a very common problem that a lot of people deal with. And it all comes down to generally gutters. You want to make sure, first of all, that you have gutters. Secondly, that your downspouts slope three feet away from the house and from that basement wall. And you need at least 10 feet if it's not sloped. Right. If you've got a slope there like you should, if the grade's right, three feet is usually enough. If it's yeah. if it's more yep. level, get an extension and get it out further from the house, you'll be blown away at how much of a difference that makes. That happened in my old house. I had water all the time in one area. Mm-hmm. And just by putting the the gutters up and extending them a little further from the house, I eliminated that part of the problem entirely. So first right. off, if you've got moisture issues down in the basement, you can get these things fixed, but you need to start outside. The paint isn't going to fix that. Right. Uh, there is a paint that you could use if you've got a light amount of moisture coming in. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, water block from Insulex. We talk about Insulex all the time. They make sticks primer that we use, love to recommend for kitchen cabinets. Mm-hmm. They also make this water block, which will prevent moisture from coming in through your block walls. But you can only put it over bare block. Right. And it's not meant for floors. So that is is something to think about. Again, call us and we can walk you through that if it might help your situation. But the biggest thing is to make sure you address the outdoor part of it and eliminate the moisture as much as you can that way. Now, that's right. the first part. Mm-hmm. There's more to talk about to get the paint on the walls, but we're going to have to carry that over to the break. Betsy, can you hang with me over the break? Absolutely. Do you have to do anything? Bring the dog outside? No, she's You're snoring good? in the other room right now, so we're good. She's <laughs> snoring peacefully. All right, we'll be back in just a second to talk about the basement walls and how you get those coated, and then a couple other projects. That's all coming up next. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back. I'm Dan Hansen. And I'm Betsy Thompson. What were you doing there, Betsy? Um, Seemed like there was a little pause there. No, I was... Slipping down a goodie? <laughs> munching down something yummy? No, are you done talking? I was writing down how much time we had for this segment so I don't go over. So I can keep oh. track on my stopwatch. Oh, so, Thank you. So you're being diligent. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'm just being the normal 
the way I you. am. <laughs> anyway, we've been talking about some questions that we're getting online uh, at repcolite.com via the chat function, some questions that we get via email. A lot of people wondering about different projects they can tackle at home. We just started digging into a basement repaint. You know, if you've got block walls and old concrete floor in the basement there, and it's a it's a room that you don't like to go to or the children cry when you send them down to get something out of the freezer. We can help you fix that. We've been talking through moisture because that is something that you run into down there. Mm -hmm. And we talked about a lot of that should be taken care of by dealing with outdoor issues, you know, gutters and all of that. Now, before we move on to actually painting the walls, we should talk about uh, a unique occurrence that probably a great many of the basements in the listening audience experience this right now. And it's this white fuzzy stuff on the walls. Yeah. I had a basement where the, when we bought the house, the guy who owned it previously hated gutters. He hated the look. So he took them off. So there was a huge water problem right (laughs) down the basement walls and they were covered in this white fuzzy stuff. And that white fuzzy stuff is called efflorescence. And that's a surefire sign that you have a moisture problem. And it's what happens when the water starts to seep through the block and it brings all of the mineral deposits with it. And then the water evaporates, but the mineral deposits are left on the surface Mm -hmm. of the block. So it's nothing to panic about. It's just, it's giving you a clue that there's a little something going on and you better fix it. Right. And it's not technically gross. It's not like mold and all of that, which is what I originally thought years back when I first saw it. I thought, oh my goodness, what's going on? Nope. (laughs) And you can clean that off. You basically just hit it with a wire brush or a stiff Mm -hmm. bristled broom, something like that. Get a vacuum and get all the dust out and you'd be good to go with your paint. You do want to address that moisture issue and most likely it's a gutter thing. So dig into that. But once you've got it cleaned up and basically got the rest of the walls cleaned, which is just a matter of wiping them down, getting the cobwebs and all of that off. Moving right. on to the paint part is mm-hmm. really pretty simple. You don't need special primers. You really don't need anything special at all. Just a good mm-hmm. latex paint and you're good to go. I think for a basement, I'd really recommend if it's a block wall basement, Elements from Repcolite. It's a product that we've got. It prices out at about 26 bucks a gallon. You could get it in a satin sheen or even a semi-gloss because I don't have a problem with a, a shinier finish on those block walls. It's just going to resist moisture and wipe up a little bit better. And it's really going to brighten up that space down there. Yeah. So that's Elements. uh, Very inexpensive. It's got a cool label, doesn't it, Betsy? Well, of course. it. Well, I'm a little biased. (laughs) Yeah, Betsy made that label. So you should check that out. That's pretty cool. If you've got the floors down there, again, it's one of those things where we'd want to specifically address the question based on your situation, whether it's been painted or not painted. Mm-hmm. Right. But basically, you just need to get them clean. And there are a number of different paint products that you could put down there. Oil-based products, you got to deal with the smell. That's right. not always the ideal, but there are a couple of really good water-based products. Benjamin Moore makes floor and patio. Mm-hmm. You can get it in a low sheen or a higher gloss product. And yeah, it's water-based, low VOC, and it'll clean up that basement in a remarkable manner, don't you think? Yeah. I. It's a great project. You get a lot of bang for your buck, and it really just makes it more of a living space instead of, well, a Michigan basement. <laughs> exactly. We got time for one more quick question, Betsy, and I'm going to let you pick it. We better be really, really fast. Um, I guess the question I am going to pick is a color question that we got. Someone... Um, 
had a beige color, but they wanted to do a little bit of updating. And so they purchased some paint a few weeks ago in a light gray, and they thought it was going to be absolutely perfect. And then they put it up, and it looked very purple to them. And this gray paint especially is a huge struggle for people because gray shows the undertones really, really easily. And so gray can look very green. It can look very purple. It can look very blue, depending on how deep the color is. So I cannot stress enough, sample, sample, sample. <laughs> Before you go and paint an entire room, get those paper samples from the stores. You know, although you can't come into our stores and get them, we can do the curbside pickup for you. You can get them that way. We can pop them in the mail to you if you just jump on the chat and let us know what colors you're looking at. Uh, we'd be more than mm -hmm. happy to put them in the mail. And then once you've maybe narrowed it down, go to those pint samples that Benjamin Moore offers and paint a big piece of poster board and move it around the room. See how it does during different types of the day. See what colors it picks up just to make sure you're not getting an undertone that you don't want. Right. That's a really good way to go. A color that we recommended to that customer. I believe she actually came with the recommendation from her mother, and mothers always know best. It was Benjamin Moore's Revere Pewter. And Betsy, mm -hmm. I believe you said that one is really easy to work with. Yes. If people want to go to a gray, it and it's a, it's a new endeavor for them. Revere yeah. Pewter from Benjamin Moore, incredibly popular easy to work with, mm -hmm. that might be a way to go. You're not going to get that purple look. Right. And that's all the time we've got. We've gone through everything we have. And yes, as you're picking up, the stores are open for critical needs, right. for necessary repairs. Mm -hmm. We're allowed to make those repairs to our homes. If right. it's going to help with the sanitation or just the necessary maintenance of our homes, those things can be done under the order of the governor. Mm -hmm. And so we're available for that. You can call our stores. We've got all the phone numbers online at repcolite.com. You can find them there. You can talk to them. If you have a critical need, we can work that out with you and arrange for a curbside pickup. And it's completely contact-free. Right. We won't even be outside with you at the exact same time you're there. It's no, we won't. <laughs> really a great system. If you need to drop something off for a custom match, we actually have buckets outside the doors, so you can do that. Benjamin Moore has their free color portfolio app for your phones or your iPads. Check that out if you need to browse colors. All in all, we'll figure out a way to make this work and get you what you need. Right. We are running with minimized hours and minimized staff. So understand that. We're going to be open until 4 o'clock every weekday. Our Plainfield store is temporarily closed until this all lifts. And we're going to be closed on Saturdays right. for the foreseeable future. The best thing you can do to get the information you need and the most current info is to head to repcolite.com and check out the homepage or just chat with us there. Right. Now, quickly, uh -huh. we need to do our contest. Yes. If you want to win one of the $300 gift certificates, three $100 gift certificates that we're giving away, send an email right now to radio at repcolite.com. We're going to give gift certificates to the 5th, the 8th, and the 16th email. Yes. So 5th, 8th, and 16th, radio at repcolite.com. And then check us out on Facebook because we're going to be running contests all next week. Right. I'm Dan Hansen. And I'm Betsy Thompson. Remember, if you're about to lose your DIY sanity, we can help you fix that crazy. And we can help you clean that Michigan basement that looks like a horror movie set <laughs> and turn it into something that looks like it should be on The Sound of Music. Ooh, more or less. I like it. Yeah. Thanks for listening.